Hello, my name is Mercury, and welcome to this brand new episode of Meteor Fake. Today I'm drinking pancakes. How are you? I am good, thanks. I still have a bit of a running nose, but yeah. All right, so um, uh, I have to sort of clarify something here. Um, this is our second time recording the this episode. The first time didn't go over so well. I'm gonna be like a YouTuber, like, oh, we start, we this, we we didn't record. We took a while to record this one. This is our second try to record this one, mainly because there were a lot of interruptions and it's got a bit lengthy edits. And we, uh, but we didn't get much far. We didn't get far enough into the episode to to make it seem like it. Uh, it, it it's not like we did complete the episode. So yeah, uh, we're just gonna try to retread some old grounds and get back where we were. So yeah. Uh, we started with Pancakes, with his opinion, so Pancakes, go ahead and talk about the series, uh, our fi- the final MCU uh, Disney Plus series of the year, a Hawkeye. So give your thoughts on the series Hawkeye. Yeah, about that, this is, our, this is, going, this is probably our last episode on any MCU Disney Plus series in 2021. So yeah, I feel like the, uh, Hawkeye yeah, as a series took the action-packed element of Falcon and Winter Soldier, the narrative element of Loki, and gave it all a, like, a sweet twist. Like, this is a combination of both series, and I loved it, to be honest. The action of Falcon and Winter Soldier and the narrative and actual drama of Loki. I enjoyed it very much. Um, the series, it was hard to catch up on because it was like... Um, I was busy in life, but um, overall, a pretty good series to watch, and I was not expecting the, the arrival of many, of a couple characters such as Kingpin. Like I, I hadn't even seen Daredevil, but I heard he was in it, and I was expecting because I got spoiled that Kingpin was in this um, series. I was expecting Spider-Man to show up in like a post-credit scene for the final episode because it's if like if it tied in to um, to Hawkeye, No Way Home. But I don't know to be honest. Uh, yeah. Since it's season here, I can go into more detail about why I also thought that Spider-Man could come back. Uh, at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home, we do see Spider, we do see Peter. Hold on. Hold on. Is this Hold on. There's like a uh, mild warning because No Way Home spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. So this is spoilers from No Way Home. I know everyone. I know not everyone has seen the movie yet, but at the end, Spider-Man Peter Parker um, swings through the city in his new suit that looks very similar to the classic Spider-Man suit, and takes some elements from both Toby and Andrew, which I actually really liked. Plus some some of his own twists, and then uh, and swings through the Rockefeller Center with the uh, with you know the tree, the giant tree and the building. And fun fact, that's where the final battle of Hawkeye takes place. Exactly. So, so like I... imagine imagine like um, the final battle of Hawkeye took took place like in the Rockefeller Center. The tree fell off and everything, and then you just see Spider Man swinging. What I what I what would have been cool is that at the at the end 
like in a post credit scene, uh, like Peter Parker gets there a little bit late, and he sees everything destroyed. And that in a suit, that would be pretty funny. Just to end it off, because they because the ending of No Way Home and when Hawkeye takes place are around the same time. Exactly. It's just that first. It's just that Hawkeye takes place a little bit later than No Way Home. Than no, no, no Way Home. So. To be honest, I expected Spider-Man to show up when I heard about Kingpin, but nonetheless, it was a really good final battle, and it was more uh, developed compared to other series such as Final War Soldier. Like, Captain <coughs> Winter Soldier had some. It had like yeah, it had it had minimum narrative, but whatever whatever space that wasn't covered by punches and brawn and battles was very minimum. So yeah, I'm glad that Hawkeye fixed this by actually being a better series than Falcon Winter Soldier. Yes, I, I do show that opinion that Hawkeye is a better series than Falcon Winter Soldier. If you remember back to the first uh, MC tier list, Hawkeye, uh, Hawkeye. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier started a B tier for me. Specifically because of episode two. Um, for me, Falcon Winter Soldier in that same MCU tier list is at A tier because of all the action. If it had a better narrative, it would be an S tier for sure. Um, but yeah, no, like uh, this one, like Pancake said, is very grounded. It, I don't know if you said that, but whatever. I said that. I said it's very grounded. That's all that matters. This is my review. Um, this is my review now. Um, but yeah, no, the series is very grounded. It's the first series without any superpowered people using only their brute strength and minds. And I actually never noticed this, and it and it, and it and it ended up like achieving the title of a great series doing this, and, and it just impressed me. And uh, it also included lip reading abilities inside of uh, Echo slash Maya Lopez. Yeah. So that's just a skill, not really a, a superpower. Anyone can read lips. But yeah, no, it did that. It's very grounded. Something that I really liked um, about this series, you know, it's it's just very grounded. It's not. It's not trying to be super am- ambitious. The final battle takes place in a party, in a building. It takes place in a city block, pretty much. Yeah, it was wild. And it's a really superhero series actually took place in normal conditions for once. It takes place in a party. Like the like the only time I could think of that uh, I guess Falcon and Soldier did also take place. No, Falcon Soldier is a bit a bit broader. Um, but. The Falcon Soldier was the, the finale did come close to this, but it took place a little bit. But the battle itself took uh, place a little bit more than just a building in a city block. Yeah, it, it went to like it went to the Hudson River. It went to to other like the underground. This one is just it's just 
the party, some buildings, and then the ground floor. It is purely on Rockefeller Center, and that's it. What? That the Hawkeye finale is purely on the Rock- Rockefeller Center? Yeah. Which is interesting, which I, I gotta I gotta applaud because no MCU thing has ever done that before. WandaVision did come close to it, but their battle took place inside of a ta- in ta- an entire town. Yeah. Not just a city block. And then, like, WandaVision was good, but it wasn't perfect for me. Um, but yeah, no, like, uh, it's very, very applaudable, very, I, that's what I noticed, that these series are very, very low, it's not that, that their budget is low, because their budget is same as a movie, but the only one that really had, like, a big finale was What If, and that one's animated. Oh, boy. Loki, Loki as well, I mean, Loki did not. No, no, Loki, Loki, Loki is a. If we're talking technicality, Loki is a, is a smaller finale. It yeah. takes place in a room. In a what? In a room. In a room, exactly. So Loki does take the crown for like the smallest space, but it's but it was still about you know. But it's not just a normal circumstance because they're literally at the point at the end of time. Oof. So it's not it's not normal. It's not like it's like an actual thing that can happen in your life. I mean, I don't think two archers can take down an entire mafia, but it feels like something that could happen in real life where actual I don't know policemen and you know the mo- people like that could actually get into a fight in this in in like these circumstances. Exactly, man. Like it, it shows feels- that something can actually happen in normal life conditions. Um, but you know, like it's uh, it's uh, it's really cool that this series could do that. There are also a lot of like, I I spoke about Spider-Man No Way Home, and there are a lot of ties into that. If you, if we recall, this isn't a trailer, it's not a spoiler, but if you recall, the Statue of Liberty in the No Way Home trailer, then in the movie, has the Captain America shield. What? You didn't notice that? What do you mean? That in the Statue of Liberty, in the trailer, in No Way Home, in the trailer, and in the... In the... In the movie of No Way Home, Statue of Liberty has the Captain America shield. Yeah, in No Way Home it has the shield, but what happened with... Wait, hold on, you're telling me that both the trailer and the movie had it? Yeah. Okay, so? And in the in, in the show, Yelena mentions the new and improved Statue of Liberty. Yeah, it's just like... It takes place after, so like... We don't know. Why we, we don't know? We, we, we do know. Like, I didn't notice that it took place after No Way Home, considering that detail. Like, I noticed the detail, but I didn't know about it. It does take place after No Way Home. So, uh... 
Um, but you know, like uh, yeah, and then it got re—I guess it got rebuilt after the event of No Way Home. Because Elena wants to visit it. Also, uh, speaking about Yelena, Yelena was a pretty big surprise in the season. We all know she was going to be in it if we all saw the Black Widow uh, post credit scene. Yeah. But there was some interesting twists in this uh, in this uh, movie, in this movie, in the series. Uh, that uh, that really surprised me in a way where I. I kind of suspect where they would be taking the whole Yelena storyline, but never knew it would end up like this. I never really expected it. I didn't expect it either, to be honest. I think people that just kind of watch them, uh, watch the movies, uh, watch the movies just casually and then exit the theaters as soon as the as soon as the the thing it just ends and then they go to watch the series and it's like what what's going on that that's just like that's just like bad management to be honest i i i hate when people leave the theaters in a marvel movie like after the after the credits exactly i absolutely hate it like if you and no, no, no offense, but if you actually secure like a date with a partner to go watch like a movie and it's a Marvel movie, and your partner leaves after the movie ends, that's a red flag. Yes, the only time I left before a post credit scene was Endgame because I didn't have one. Alright. Like, not even in... It becomes a tradition. Like, not even after. the, Not even just Marvel movies. I stay after a movie for any credit scene, even in non-Marvel movies. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like a habit. Like, uh... Like, every movie I started to do it. Like, I'm pretty sure that Batman movie will have a post-credit scene. I don't know about... Mm. Something. Rather, it was cool, but you know, Yelena's storyline was uh, was really cool. I uh, I completely forgot that. Uh, I mean, it's one of the most important things about the Hawkeye character and the Black Widow character, but I actually completely forgot that they were ever like friends. Who? Who? Uh, Natasha, Natasha and Clint. Dude, I, 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 I was dying of laughter in the eating in Yelena and Kate scene because it shows that Yelena not, doesn't always enjoy like the things she does so she casually enjoyed like a like a, 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 a lunch or a dinner whatever it was with Kate he just calmly told her oh yeah this food is good this food is good by the way I'm gonna kill your mentor just I'm not gonna kill it. you. Don't get in my way, bitch. Like this macaroni and cheese I stole from your cupboard tastes really good. By the way, don't get in my way. I'm gonna kill your hero. Bye. I'm, go- 
I'm going to kill the I'm going to kill the 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 guy who possesses a bow and arrow and you met literally like a week ago and you consider your hero because you saw him once at a window. Bye. That's just like funny as shit. So that's so you were just dying laughing at that. I I I don't really laugh at things because I don't laugh only. I don't laugh at home, like when I'm watching those videos. I don't really find it as funny. I kind of have to share my laughter, people. You're telling me that you didn't laugh or like enjoy an emotion at all at the No Way Home premiere? Um, premiere? I mean, I I watched it with. Other people, so dude, you watched the one on way home with me, and, and you saw me going. Wah! I don't. I never screamed. I don't scream. You never even screamed in your first time watching the movie. The nope. I never screamed in Infinity War Endgame. That's just like fucked up, man. Like, why are you not gonna scream with emotion at a, like a cool moment? That's just a magical experience you can have with other moviegoers. Like even going alone, you can enjoy the movie because the audience reacts to it with you. <laughs> uh, we all know that feeling very well. Maybe maybe that's a story for another episode. What? That's a story for another episode. Okay. Uh, but you know, like this series, I was actually pretty worried. At like the midpoint of the series, because I realized that they were they introduced Yelena, then we have the Kingpin storyline, and then we have the Hawkeye story, the King, the Kate Bishop storyline, all have to be, uh, you know, done by episode six and by episode five. I felt that we were just we were just starting to get these plots going. Oof. But no, it ended pretty well for. Uh, for you know, for what it was, and I gotta say, I'm pleasantly surprised. This is one of the best series. However, something is holding it back, and it's uh, it's pretty big, uh, like the character itself, uh, Kingpin. Now, Kingpin was not bad in this series. However. It's play. He's played by the same guy who played him in the Daredevil series, and and I went into consideration that this will be sort of the same character. I do not believe that the Daredevil series is canon to the MCU. I am what you would call a Marvel Studios purist, where anything that has the Marvel Studios logo in it. Is kind of to the MCU. The Daredevil series, the Daredevil series, is made by or was made by Marvel Television, not Marvel Studios. So it is not canon. But you can make it canon because Loki. No, Loki did not make anything canon. Okay, Loki did not make anything canon because Loki opened the multiverse. It didn't create it they didn't bring people into the into into the world they didn't clash in universes it just 
made the Marvel Universe go into a spiral. Now, dude, yeah, yeah, it went into a spiral. Do you want to know why? Because okay, the end of Loki taught us that the multiverse, that that the multiverse was open, like boom, chaos erupted, and now people are gonna start coming out of different realities because the TVA got out of control. And basically, what that's telling us is that there's a possibility for variants to appear in Marvel content, like in Dead and Loki, in the form of the other Lokis and many other things. Um, and this is shown with the existence of both Charlie Cox and Noe Home and whoever the fuck played Daredevil, I mean, not Daredevil, Kingpin in the Hawkeye series. Vincent D'Onofrio. Those, while not necessarily, th- those characters are played by the same actor that portrayed them in their respective series, which is Daredevil in this case. And the Defenders, if you count their appearance, but like, uh, yeah. Um, basically, what I'm saying is that just because they're the same, they're, they're played by the same character, doesn't mean it's the exact same version of the character. And even if it's confirmed by the actor, who in, it was confirmed by Kingpin's actor that it's the same Kingpin, it could be explained by a simple explanation. It's a variant. That's it. A variant. One word. I actually, I actually do think that the series are part of a branch timeline where uh, Charlie Cox's Daredevil, uh, Matt Murdock, went a different path. And it's, if you haven't watched Daredevil yet, this is spoilers for episode one, where probably Karen Page did not, did not, uh, did not, in the Marvel, in the Marvel universe that we know, uh, Karen Page did not steal or did not open the file that she was accidentally given, which gave her, which put her on a watch list for the Kingpin. And if you're asking where, what, when does Matt Murdock become Daredevil, before those events. So he's always been Daredevil, but he never met Karen Page or, and, uh, and he still became a really good lawyer. He's just a really good lawyer, period. He's goaded. Uh, but those events did not happen. He might have met Karen Page later on, but that, that's what that's what important. She never opened the file. That's why she is not in the. She's, that's why she's. That's why it's not canon. The events. It is part of a branch. Even, even if they're not canon, that 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 was the status of the Venom series before this whole multiverse thing happened. Like a twenty. Yeah, that, we got the Venom movie. No, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got like a Venom character, and then it's not until Venom two that we get him connected to the MCU via the whole multiverse concept. The the whole multiverse concept means, and I don't care if you don't believe in this due to the, the fact that you're a purist. The whole multiverse concept means that any Marvel character who has had a televisional or musical or series presentation in the past that includes anything that has been with the Marvel name and another 
piece of media simultaneously, such as the many X-Men movies throughout the 2000s and 2010s, the 1978 Japanese Spider-Man, and the 1940s Captain America, all of them can be added via this multiverse concept into the MCU, whether you like it or not. That's not what I'm saying. Is that What I'm saying is that it's not canon to the MCU. The events did not happen in the MCU because they're not made by Marvel Studios, which is televised by Kevin Feige, who is involved in every single production of the MCU. So if Kevin Feige is not involved, he is not part of the MCU, and in Daredevil, he is not involved. So that's why he's not part of the MCU. Okay, but it can be made canon for the multiversal concept. It cannot be made canon. It cannot be made canon, period. The it character... Can be, it can be made canon, because I look at it. don't understand the cost of the multiverse. It's not, it's not as you can't have an opinion on it. It's only a fact. The events of Daredevil happen in a, in, in a branch timeline. They can't be merged together unless you go full comic, where the ultimate ultimate universe and the six one six universe were merged together to make the prime universe. But that's happened once and only once. Okay, but dude, like, dude, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is that. Understand. I'm trying to explain the multiverse here. Yeah, I know what you're saying. The events of Daredevil took place in a different timeline. And as such, they are not canon to the MCU. But what I'm saying is that they can be made canon. If there's another Daredevil season or like a special or something that shows Daredevil traveling throughout the throughout the multiverse, maybe like a Doctor Strange portal or something, that means that it can be combined no uh, okay you're not getting the point okay just because the character travels to the universe doesn't mean that the events of the other universe are canon that's not how this works the events of that universe happen in that universe and that character travels to the other universe it's not like he just becomes part of the universe and everything that and he just erases every memory and everything that happened, and then suddenly all the events from the universe happened in, in this one. And then everyone just thinks that the events just happened. And I could say, oh, he didn't get second thing. No, he's a, he's a traveler. The, the events don't occur. That's not, how the uni- that's not how the multiverse works. When Venom transferred himself to the MCU, the events of both Venom movies did not become canon. The character just teleported to another universe. The event, the, the Venom movies aren't canon to the MCU. They're just in a separate universe and they're contained to that universe. Okay, but still, any events You're- that happen within the MCU universe, that universe being the whatever Earth one nine 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 thing, uh, ter- it, whatever events that happen with that character in the universe are canon. For yes, that, that, yes, that that is that is true. If that character is in the universe, what happens with that character in that universe is what happens in the in that universe. But the events of another universe can happen in the same universe in the, in another universe. They have to be different. Yeah, for the example, series, for example, the No Way Home credit scene in which you see Venom doing those things, you can imply that that event is canon due to the fact that it happened in Earth-19999. Yes, but the events of the Venom movies aren't canon. 
nobody and knows who that is. That we agree. Exactly. That, that's the point. That's the point I was saying. The events aren't canon, but the character, but the can, uh, the character does come into the canon, and then all his all his actions in that universe are canon. But as soon as he leaves, anything that goes after that is not canon. So yeah, I I thought I wanted why the events of the movie suddenly become canon as that character enters the universe. Uh, but yeah, no, like uh, um, that's all. That's all really. Uh, that's just a factor of the universe. The Kingpin that we see in this series and the Kingpin from the Netflix series are not the same character. But that's the thing. The actor himself confirmed it. That even if it's not... So you're telling me that, yeah, canonically speaking, it's not the same self, but it is the same character. Like, the type of character he is playing, even if it's a different version, He's playing it as if it was the same. That's yeah, basically what the, Vincent D'Ofrio is trying to say here. That's his name, right? Vincent D'Ofrio? Yeah. D'Ofrio. Uh, what? D'Ofrio. Yeah. But it's like Edgar Jameson. These they're, they're not the same character. They're the a person play, the same person playing different iterations of the same character. Because even because what I want to get into the Kingpin is that this character cannot be the same because in the Netflix series, uh, Kingpin you know bashes the head of a guy against it pretty much decapitates a guy with, with a car door. And this one he can barely he the head in the car door. He can barely hit Kate Bishop. Exactly. That's just like, bro, what the hell, boy? And he's he's physically different. Like if you compare him from this series and the and Daredevil series, he is physically different in pretty much every way. Because in this one, he is much more bulkier and it's much more like his comic self. Right then, uh, you know, um, just a man who like a normal guy who's just wearing fiber armor like fiber mesh armor so yeah it's just the talk of the multiverse it's not it's not really an opinion you have on it it's more of a it's, it's a it's a concept that is that you can't really make up for your own but yeah no this is very apart from the multiverse um, but yeah, no, Loki didn't make everything canon. That's just, that's just what I'm trying to say. Loki didn't make everything canon. It opened the multiverse and probably for visitors to enter this, this universe, but not everything. And probably made more universes, but whatever. That's just the thing. And we'll see it probably get fits in Doctor Strange too. But yeah, no, Hawkeye, uh, Hawkeye in this series, Kingpin. Is not as violent as he is supposed to be, and he should have been very angry. 
and he should probably have killed um, Kate Bishop because when I was going, when I saw that Kate Bishop was gonna fight Kingpin, of all people, Kingpin, and I thought, oh, she's dead. I thought I thought Kate Bishop was gonna die, considering what Kingpin has done in the Netflix series and since the same person, probably same. No, it's Kingpin. And he's done much more terrible things than uh. So yeah, that's what I thought would that's what I thought would go down, but it didn't go down. Hmm. So that's why I said it's kind of disappointing in a way where Kingpin, uh, is it was sort of kind of wasted. It's just one episode, and he did he didn't even become that that violent, and then he got shot in the head by Maya Lopez. Oh. Although it is not the end for Kingpin, at least that's what happened. Yeah, the exact same thing happened in the comics. Indeed. Uh, where in the comics, Kingpin didn't die from that. He actually become he actually became blind. Yeah. Like Daredevil. So the exact same thing happened in, in the comics. We'll probably see Kingpin return. I would be surprised if he's dead. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I know. Like uh. And let's just talk about. Uh, I think we should really bring the elephant room that this series will be the first, uh, first or second series to get a true spin-off. It's a it's a spin-off of a spin-off. Would you consider I don't I, okay fine, I'm gonna consider this a spin-off. What? It's a spin-off of, of, of it's a spin-off of a series on Disney Plus. So so following the steps of Mandalorian, where Mandalorian is getting spin-offs, uh, like Ahsoka and the recent release Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett. Um this series is getting a spin-off in the in the form of Echo, which will either be a prequel or a sequel, I ABC don't News. know. Um, From ABC News. Uh, uh, well, that was definitely uh, anyways. Uh so I don't know what the volume was that. Uh, where am I? Uh but uh But yeah, I know like uh I was saying, like Echo would would receive for a series, and it'll either be a sequel or a prequel. I assume will be a sequel involving her events afterwards, because uh, Marvel doesn't do prequels. I didn't even know this Echo series existed, but yeah, oh. I hope it turns out good. Like um. Echo, I fear, might be a bad series, and and not even due to context, or not even not even due to context or like character development, but no no ability, no 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 ability, like um, other <coughs> previously unexplored concepts such as Shang Chi or Sung Si, as it's properly pronounced, apparently. Um, have yes, ha- have have been questioned with with like the questions like 
who's Shang-Chi and why are they making a movie about him? Instead, um, it works because it rides on one popular concept and it executes it, executes it good. And this popular concept is martial arts and Asian culture. It executed it good without following any bad stereotypes and made it overall a good movie in the process. Echo is what? Like a series about a minor antagonist who is deaf and no, no discriminating in that, by the way. Um, I, perso- I personally send the condolences to the fact that she's deaf, but like, um, what are you gonna do with that series? She's deaf and she's a war, and she works with, and she has a character, and she has relations with a character who apparently is involved in a mafia. Okay, then what? I assume it will be because she betrayed Kingpin. It will be about her running, her on the run, and trying to escape uh, the Kingpin in the tracksuits. After you know becoming uh, pretty much a fugitive in their eyes. Hmm. And it will be again very grounded and it'll be probably riding off the coattails of a uh, crime uh, and like mafia stories. What? Of crime and Mafia stories? What happened with crime and mafia stories? That it will probably be around, like, that would be the, the, the genre. I don't know, to be honest. I just hope they execute it well. Because with Echo, there's no major theme to, like, piggyback on if the movie's bad. Like, Shang-Chi was good. Show, show, show. It's a show. If the show is bad. Like, Shang-Chi as a movie, it was good. And it had the martial arts theme, which added to its credit. But then Echo, if it's bad, it has no theme to, to write upon, so it's screwed. Yeah, wait a minute. I'm just stretching. All right, there we go. Okay, so, um, I mean, we are gonna cover this. We are gonna cover the Echo series. Like, there's no. There's yes, no I am aware. There's no running away from it. Uh, but we'll also probably see the, the next one that will either get a, see, uh, a spin-off will be the WandaVision spin-off, I got the House of Harkness. So yeah, I mean, I just hope this one was the first one that was announced. And it was announced before this. It was announced before Hawker got even a release date. And... Um, yeah, I just hope it's good. I hope it continues the character. Uh, it'll probably keep a lot of the characters that aren't Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. Um, so, uh, it's not that I said Kate Bishop. Let's talk about Kate Bishop. Um, Hank, does he have anything to say about Kate Bishop? I just hope that they execute it good because if not, it doesn't have any theme to write on, which is bad. I mean, pancakes. I'm talking about Kate Bishop. Pancakes.
pancakes. Hello? Hello. Yeah, I had a minor technical difficulty, but I'm here. We, I am I am asking you what are your opinions on uh, Kate Bishop. I feel like Kate Bishop as a character is good. Uh, they did a great job bringing her from obscurity into light. And I hope that they do this with other characters. Yes, of course, as we probably all know, Kate Bishop in the comics becomes Hawkeye after Flint retires. Then, uh... Yeah, no, in this one, she she has this Marvel, the MCU twist where she's jokey and all this stuff. She's a total fangirl of the guy with bow and arrow. And I actually really like how her storyline really ties into everything. And I enjoyed her chemistry with, uh, with her and Clint. And, uh... Yeah, no, it's just, I enjoyed Haley Steinfeld's performance. Fun fact, Haley Steinfeld actually played uh, Spider-Gwen in Into the Spider-Verse and Across the Spider-Verse, part one and part two. Um, what else is there, really? And I hope we see her more. She's rumored to appear in Ant-Man the Wasp, uh, or Ant-Man 3. For some reason, we have a fun fact. We haven't we haven't seen a, a Disney Plus character like a Disney Plus character appear in a movie yet. I we haven't mean, seen. I mean, you got you got Wanda from the yeah, Mortal but she's originally a movie character. So I'm talking original original Disney Plus character. So something like Agatha or. Tyler Hayward or um, Hayward again, the director of Sword, former director of Sword. Um, we we haven't seen any appearances of. Uh, I can't believe Marvel copied off Pokemon and made like a companion organization, Sword. Uh, that's been in place since the nineties, by the way. <laughs> So, uh, you know, technically, Pokemon copied off of uh, Marvel. I bet. Um, so, we haven't seen any of the scares. We haven't seen, uh, we haven't seen US Agent in any of the movies. Uh, no, actually, that's a lie. Um, we've seen uh, Valentina, Val. We saw her, we saw her first in... In Falcon and Soldier, and then we saw her in Black Widow. So she's she's the first that could be crossover between two universes, uh, between universes between. Yeah, but originally universes. it wasn't gonna be like that. Black Widow would have yeah. released first, and then nothing would have happened. Yeah, but then they needed to introduce her, and then this happened. Well, yeah, but she's the she's technically the first one. Yeah. To really cross over between the two mediums. And the next one will be, um, I guess the next one will be Miss Marvel and the Marvels. I don't get why you hate Captain Marvel so much, but aside from that, um, 
I am really interested to see how a potentially thousands-year-old semi-goddess pairs up with a Pakistani girl. Captain Marvel isn't a goddess. I don't know what she is, but she is a very powerful person. She's just a kid from the 70s. McCree? I think that was the name, McCree? No, she was saved from Earth and given Cree blood. And then she was brainwashed by the Kree to fight in their war. <laughs> then that. Then that, yeah, just that. Then. What he said. Yeah, what he said. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't think there's much to say. So we kind of skipped over this. Um, where would you put Honkai on your queues? I would put Hawkeye in a solid B. No, actually, no, A. A. Um, we are on the same ground as... Uh, I am on the same ground as you. Hawkeye is also an A tier. For the reasons I have just, I have shown in this episode. Um, so that... So that's it. So that only leaves one uh, more... Uh, one more moral property before we do the Spider-Man No Way Home episode. That being... <laughs> Eternals. Oh boy. We will we will see that review soon. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Uh, thanks and goodbyes. Yeah, you already said okay.